This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to your impact. Hello and welcome back to The Youth Impact. Um, today, well, I'm... As you can possibly tell, I'm once again alone. All goods. I have a very important topic that I would like to talk about. Um, and I've done quite a bit of research on it. And I, I'm i very excited to talk about it. Uh, it's about food waste. How does this uh, relate to volunteering, you might ask? There is volunteering opportunities for this. But I also feel that any way of, um, you know, just helping out in the earth or just like, kind of good deeds that even benefit yourself uh just still kind of encompass the volunteering umbrella or at least still in more charitable situations what justin this is kind of a good thing to do and we should promote the good vibes and the good things to do um so food waste in itself what is it so you know when like you're not really that hungry and you don't finish your dinner and you just kind of like throw it out congrats that's food waste it's pretty self-explanatory really um i've actually been trying to get better at a at lowering my food waste uh, we've just started a compost heap uh here um my dad has like been watching a bunch of videos on like how to uh bury it for like gardening purposes you know, like what foods are best for gardening and what are just best to be compostable and this and that. I'm I'm not that great at gardening, so like I'm I'm not really there for that, but I'm definitely there for the food waste situation. And also I'm trying to eat more leftovers. I'm really not a leftover person. One, because I don't own a microwave, so I can't reheat food unless I wanna get out the pots and pans. And also, I just, I don't know, there's something about leftovers that, I, that I'm that i not a fan of. But I'm, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to do better. Um, and I feel like that's something that we can all get a bit better at, because I know it's, it's quite a common thing, especially, like, even if you are eating all your food, and you don't have any, like, leftovers or anything like that, uh, there's still, like, when you accidentally leave something in the fridge or you cut a uh, cabinet too long and... Boom, it's gone bad. Food waste. Um, I've also found out that supermarkets have this whole thing with ugly foods. It's why foods all kind of look, you know, all very uniform and standard because they don't sell ugly food because it doesn't sell as well. Uh, So there's like a lot of that going around that I think we should all be very mindful of. Uh, But yeah, I thought I'd get into some ways to like maybe reduce some food waste. And I've also found like just a few organizations that are actually trying to do it themselves that I thought we should talk about. Uh, The first one that I found that actually kind of kicked this off is um, a place called Everybody Eats. We don't have one here in Dunedin, but they've got them in uh, Wellington 
and maybe Auckland. I think it might just be Wellington. I was correct the first time. It is both Wellington and Auckland that they have it. Um, but what it is, is it's a restaurant that takes a lot of food waste and they turn it into like, you know, full restaurant quality meals that they do a call cool system when you pay for it. So you pay how much you think it's worth or just none at all, uh, which is just incredible, really. They used to have pop-up stores. I think they have permanent locations now. Uh, I think, yeah, I think there's both permanent and pop-up locations. Um, again, still in Auckland and Wellington, but that's still fine. That's still better than none. And I just think I love the whole idea of it, and the whole thing is run by volunteers um, as well. So, like, they, yeah, everything about it is just uh, really positive and just, you know, really happy to see because, like, there is so much food waste. Um, that is out there and especially when a lot of people are going hungry so they are also like um, a lot of their patrons are just some homeless people that haven't eaten for a while and they're still taken care of because again it's like a restaurant and all the tables are actually shared you don't just like sit at a table uh, by yourself or for yourself and yeah I think that's great uh, I don't know everything about it and I know people are just like oh, but it's food waste, like, isn't that great? No, no, like, not at all. There's, a, there's definitely just a lot of food that is going unused because it's either it doesn't look perfect enough or it's going to go bad, but it's not. You know, it also kind of gives me that vibe of, like, animals in Disney movies. Did anyone see the rescuers too when they had a little rescue? I'm getting off topic, but like that's kind of what I think of um, when they're just like reusing the food that they find in the human restaurant. I feel like that's a really niche reference. I'm sorry. Um, moving on, I also found an app called Foodprint. You know me, I love talking about apps um, that are uh, charity wise and stuff. And the gist of it is, is um, when there's like some food that's like kind of gonna go bad, and like a cafe or a restaurant or a supermarket, um, when it's like about to go bad, they will. You can find it on the app. They'll sell it to you, um, for a fraction of the price. And it does in fact work in Dunedin. I did actually get it, and quite a lot of. Like Dunedin cafes are on here, which I'm like absolutely stoked for. It tells you like when they're like sold out and you know just what's available. I don't know. I'm very excited about this. Um, like Hikari's on here, so you get like sushi as well. Uh, Barbex is here. You know, Dog with Two Tails is here. They usually are into these kinds of things. Um, even one of the the gas stations by the look of it is on here which yeah it's it's definitely like a decent amount of uh, places here in Dunedin that are willing to sell their food like that is gonna go bad or like go in the trash anyway you know I'm I'm just really enjoying that people are participating uh in this and Dunedin is actually surprisingly kind of on it like obviously we're not like on it this isn't a big thing i honestly didn't know about any of this before i started looking for it um 
But when I did look for it, I did notice that a lot of the DCC has this whole thing about um, trying to reduce food waste and, and like the whole thing. The, the University of Otago currently has a food waste innovation. It's a research group, um, which is all about like food waste. <laughs> Obviously, I feel like I'm kind of going in a circle here. But if you actually look on their site, they have so many supporters. And you scroll down and you can just click one. And yeah, they're all kind of doing the same kind of thing. They're also, it looks like they're doing something called upcycled food, which is uh, food products that are kind of seen as waste, but they're still safe for human consumption. And they're just transformed into a new food product. And you're like, wow, how does that happen? It's cooking or like baking. They're making something new. Like, you know, how food is. Uh, the example they have here is like they're using like the big surplus of bread to prepare in the lab. I mean, that's pretty cool. Which, again, will stay for even longer. And, you know, it just makes sense to upcycle these kinds of foods and stuff. If you're interested in that, remember, this is a University of Otago. So if you were actually studying food science um, or environmental management, agricultural innovation, uh, you can actually go help them uh, in their study. Because remember, this is a research group. So they're just, you know, finding the best ways to do all this. Um, just a thought. Like, I don't know, just something that, like, you might be interested in. Uh, for those of you that are actually thinking, like, this sounds great and I'd love to volunteer... I found something for you. So we've got a thing called Kiwi Harvest, um, which is all about collecting food waste and then giving it back to the community. Uh, brilliant idea. Brilliant. Um, just by the sound of it, really. And they do have uh, volunteer opportunities by the look of it. We also have it here in Dunedin. So it's not like a wishful thinking kind of thing. I don't know what else to say. I just... I'm just really excited that uh, it's it's kind of a thing that I definitely would love for people to be a part of and to take notice more of, because it's not really something that you think about. Like, it's so easy just to, you know, not finish whatever you're eating and just chuck it out, and which is, like, fine. And, like, no one's shaming you for it. Like, absolutely not. I, I'm definitely all about uh, if you're full, you don't need to keep eating and everything. It's just more about all the foods that are uh, really going to waste through, like, supermarkets and restaurants and stuff. Um, and even just, like, those potatoes that are currently sitting in my pantry that have already started sprouting. But I'm like, oh, they might still be good if I just keep them longer. I really don't understand how potatoes work and when they're not safe to eat anymore. But I will figure that out. Anyway, back back to this. I just uh, love the idea of this. And I definitely think if you'd like to volunteer for this, like uh, this was one of the volunteer options that I saw. There are definitely many others, but this was just kind of the one I liked the most. And also maybe the first one I saw. Moving on, I think another thing, like you may be thinking, this is all great and all. Well, what can I do if I didn't want to volunteer for this or eat at these places? That's right. I'm back at it again with another 
online list of ways that we can reduce food waste. Because this is both for you to learn and for me uh, to remind myself. Because I'm definitely very bad at this. And I definitely was worse when I was flatting. So, anyone out there that's flatting or like planning to flat, you may want to listen because uh, food waste is going to be like the biggest, the biggest thing that you'll have. Um, when I was flatting, I was actually buying a lot of uh, long-lasting food, and that is also what you get when uh, you need like food help. They give you, like, parcels at the university of stuff if you need extra help in shopping. And it is, like, long-lasting food. So it's definitely something to think about. But also, I need to stress this enough. If it's a long-lasting food and you're buying it because it's long-lasting, but it's not something that you'd like anyway, probably don't buy it. There's always that idea that you're like, oh, but when I'm hungry, I'll definitely eat it. You will not. Trust me, you will not. I have cans of soup, so many cans of soup, when I left my flat. They were there for the three years I lived there. I don't like soup, but I bought them because I was like, soup is easy to make, and also this will last a while on my shelf. Never ate it. Didn't want it. I don't like soup. <laughs> so that's a little advice from me, but we'll see what um, actual professionals have as advice. The first one is kind of going with um, looking for places like Kiwi Harvest, which is to shop for ugly fruit and vegetables uh, when you actually go shopping, which is a fair thing because there are definitely some places that aren't that aren't taking the ugly fruit and vegetables off the shelf, and or they um they'll just miss something. So if you kind of aim for the ugly ones, like that's possibly better for food waste situations just because no one else is going to buy them they're going to be the ones that are going to end up in food waste anyway so i think that would be just kind of like a like a preemptive helping of like trying to find these ugly ones right which obviously kind of means like the ones that are like really weirdly shaven or <laughs> you've seen like those carrots that kind of like split off and twain like you know what I mean? How they make kind of a Y shape. Those kinds of ones. Because it's weird. But if you think about it, that's two carrots for the price of one. Just want to point that out. Uh, but yeah, those are the kinds of foods that would be considered ugly. Um, obviously, if the food itself looks completely inedible, don't buy it. That's not what I'm saying. It's just ones that wouldn't be the model-worthy fruit. Uh, one of the other ones is like, don't overbuy which is easier said than done. I do like to use the rule of never go shopping when you're hungry uh, because that definitely makes it a lot worse. Like, always eat before you leave if you're going to go shopping. Uh, there's also a lot of people saying that you should take a picture of your fridge and your cupboard. I mean, yeah, but, like, even if I took a picture, I wouldn't really see what's there. Um, yeah, shopping list is really just going to be the best way of just keeping track of what you actually need and don't buy things that if you're questioning whether or not you have it figure out if it's something that you're going to like use a lot like if you're like i can't remember if i have milk but also when i get home i'm not planning 
on drinking or using milk. Probably don't buy milk until you actually know. Another one is check the use-by dates of food. Pretty standard, pretty classic. I definitely do forget to do it, especially with like a lot of uh, stuff that already comes in bags. You do kind of just assume. But it is the fresh fruit and the fresh food that you want to check the use-by dates for. Uh, mine's always the milk. Like, you know, you check the milk. Actually, my favorite thing I learned when I worked at a supermarket was when you get bread. Um, always buy bread from, like, the lowest rung or something. I think it's the lowest rung. I'm pretty sure it is. Because they put all the bread that's, like, kind of, got, like, getting close to the use-by date at eye level. Because no one wants to crouch down, because that's like the worst, and reaching up equally easy. So they put all of it at the bottom. Just a little fun hack for you there. If I'm wrong, well, my bad, you shouldn't have listened to me. I think that we've actually started doing more, uh, which is on the side of like how to cut down food waste, is using your freezer way more. Uh, honestly, it's pretty good. I chug a lot of bread in the freezer. Um, We've started freezing milk, but I'm not really sure if that's fine. I mean, it seems fine. I don't drink milk. I'm lactose intolerant. But, like, it seems fine. Uh, using your freezer has just become, like, the easiest way of, like, storing things and, like, least waste. Because, obviously, it's not going to go bad. Obviously, you should look up things that you can freeze that won't go bad. Because I'm not sure if it applies to everything. I kind of assume it does because, you know freezing it stops so it's fine but i could be completely wrong which is highly possible again you shouldn't listen to me that closely but if you listen to me like just vaguely i've, I've definitely got something to say uh one of the things is storing food correctly so it doesn't go bad. I same with like my potatoes that keep sprouting. I have found out it is because they're sitting next to onions. Apparently, onions make potatoes just sprout like crazy, and you're supposed to keep them super far away from each other. Uh, you can find a lot of these on TikTok. There's definitely a lot of like how to keep your food like safe and like uh, fresher for longer on tiktok that i have learned about like i think it was like storing strawberries just in water and they just like stay fresh for like weeks which i thought was crazy but apparently it's a real thing and i guess that makes sense uh but it also doesn't at the same time from everything that i've learned about food a lot of things uh that you think should be refrigerated sometimes belong in the pantry or need to be at room temperature Apparently tomatoes shouldn't even be refrigerated. Oh, I, I am way off with that. I should... Oh, no. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm I'm learning things as we go. Um, I also have, always have that debate of whether jam should be refrigerated or not. I still say it's yes, but I've heard a lot of people keep it at room temperature because it's better. I don't know. Maybe I'll find that one out. Um, but I think a lot of things that we should learn is always ethylene. Does everyone remember that from science? I don't, but I do. So ethylene is a gas that is produced by some foods that causes ripening to happen. The best example of this, bananas. 
when you go to the store and you see green banana bananas, you're like, you know they're still going to ripe. Like, you'll buy the green bananas, but you know eventually they'll become yellow and sweet and nice, even though it's not still attached to the banana tree. Um, but that is happening because it is producing ethylene. And you may be wondering, then why does it go brown? It is because ethylene doesn't know when to stop. And so it continues ripening, which is why it starts turning brown. Brown bananas are just it ripening so much to just the point where it kind of goes, you know what I mean? And they just kind of become mush. That's all it is. It's just overly ripe bananas. Now, apparently, some other things with ethylene include avocados, tomatoes, peaches, pears, green onions, and cantaloupes. I did not know this, which is why you need to keep them away from ethylene-sensitive produces, which can be potatoes, apples, leafy greens, berries, and peppers, because that causes them to spoil. Oh, is that what the onions are doing to my potatoes? Oh, okay. This is making a lot more sense. But yeah, you got to find out which ones are producing ethylene and keep them away. However... If, say, I don't know, you wanted to eat an apple, but it wasn't ripe enough for you, sit it next to a banana for a bit, and it will start to ripen. So, like, yes, it's keep them away from each other when storing. However, fun life hack, if something's not ripe enough for you, have it sit next to something that's going to produce ethylene, and it's going to ripen up a lot faster. Just a fun little hack, I guess. Some other things to help prevent food waste is learning to preserve foods and, like, fermenting and pickling them. Uh, like, that's actually brilliant, and I would love to definitely learn how to do that. I don't really eat pickled or preserved foods that often, but, like, it sounds it, like it seems like a great idea. And maybe I should just start, like, turning apples into applesauce. That's actually a really good idea. I don't like applesauce, but that's still a really good idea, and it would last, you know, a really long time. I don't know how long they last, but, like, you always see, like, those weird scientific discoveries where they're like, we've just found foods that have been pickled, and we could probably eat this. And then you're always, like, looking at the article, and you're like, I'd eat it. No one would stop me. You see that cheese that was like a thousand years old and it was like as hard as a rock? I'd still eat it. Why not? It's food waste, baby. It's also that fun fact of uh, keeping seeds from any foods that you eat. Like if you're eating pumpkin, keep the pumpkin seeds. Which, you know, you could actually just roast and eat as pumpkin seeds itself, which isn't really what I'm saying. But that is a really good idea. Um, but like keeping seeds like, like an avocado seed. Pet. Ball? The ball inside the avocado, like keeping that just to grow the food itself. One, kind of fun to see it grow. And two, like why not? If you actually succeed and you do really well, boom, now you're going to have another avocado. Sure, it's going to take a while before the avocado turns up, but you've got it. You know what I mean? And also, just like actual seeds, I keep forgetting, can be turned into other things. Like pumpkin seeds can be roasted and actually eaten. That make, that makes sense. Now, one of the other ideas is to blend it and turn it into a smoothie. This obviously will not work for everything, 
if you have leftover meat or something, probably don't turn it into a smoothie. Unless that's what you like. I will not judge, but it's an idea. Um, I've actually been doing it with any, like, wilted greens that I've been having. They, uh, yeah, I don't like wilted greens just because they look gross, but they're still perfectly fine to eat. You know, it's the same with, like, bruised bananas. They're fine to eat. Chug them in a blender. That's probably the best idea. And actually, I'm running a bit late, but the last thing that I have that we've started doing is we've started making homemade stock with all the leftovers uh, that we've been compiling. Honestly, it's really good. Like, full-on delicious broth. It's become very, it, it was very good. And now I've just got a big bottle of it in our fridge um, just to add to anything. So, yeah, I definitely recommend doing that. Like, figure out how to make stock. Boom. Delicious. Uh, but that is all the time that we have. I really could go on about this for quite a while because, you know, I really love the idea of reducing food waste. And I do think it's a very big problem, especially since, you know, uh, not a lot of people are eating. And sometimes I worry we're running out of food. We're not, but we could. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it for me. I hope you learned something. And maybe I'll do another episode on this. Who knows? Uh, bye. Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.